Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Since 1983, they've been providing you exceptional customer service, award-winning American-made Ford vehicles, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, get in on all the action with promo code A to Z Sports. Promotions on the Olympics, the NBA Draft, MLB, everything in between using the promo code A to Z Sports in your DraftKings Sportsbook app. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, A to Z Sports Prime Time, and soon you, Gary Ashton, will make sure that you find your dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com. Brimac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will make sure that you are in your comfort zone this summer. And let me tell you, it is more important than ever, especially this week, to be in your comfort zone. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. All right, so let's talk about the news that came out today. Good to see Terrence, Cedric, Jeff, Tyler, uh, another Jeff, uh, uh, Ricky, so many good people hanging out with us on the primetime show tonight. Love to see all of you. All right, so with that being said, um, there was news that the SEC, everything we know about college football is dead, right? Everything that we know about the sport of college football is dead at this point whether it be due to name, image, and likeness, whether it be due to this super league that the SEC has now officially put together or will officially put together. The announcement has been made that uh, tech, the SEC has unanimously voted to invite Texas and Oklahoma. The Big 12 commissioner putting out a statement that he is disappointed today, Sam Cardenas, saying, hook them horns. Indeed, they are coming to the Conference of Champions. They are coming to the SEC. Now, everything that we know about college football, though, is going by the wayside. Soon we will be, uh, soon we will see pay for play. We have already seen athletes getting paid, rightfully so, with the name, image, and likeness situation. We have seen super leagues because these, uh, you know, these college football institutions are just now going to start diving all over the place, grabbing for the money. It's exciting stuff if you care about, well, if you don't care about college football tradition, but if you're a college football traditionalist, you're looking around and being like, what? What do we do? You know what? What does this? What does this mean for the future of the sport? And what I would tell you is that uh, is the future of the sport is money. That's all this ends up being. But we're going to get into it over the course of this evening's show. First, I want to ask you your Two Rivers Ford take in the comments on Facebook Live, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. If you would be kind enough to let us know the answer to this question: What happens to college football now? that the SEC is officially a super conference. Let me know in the comments section on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We will have this conversation together. What does it mean? What happens to college football now that the SEC is officially a super conference? You're going to hear from, uh, you're gonna hear from David Pollack um, of ESPN's college football co com coverage here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That's Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford with all manner of new vehicles on the lot right now if you go pay them a visit in Mount Juliet, just seven miles east of Nashville International Airport. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for the new F-150, the electric Mach-E Mustang, the 2021 Ford Bronco, and so many more great vehicles. When you get to Two Rivers Ford, they will provide you with exceptional customer service. In fact, 
They win awards for how good their customer service is. Their non-commissioned sales staff will make sure that you feel no pressure throughout the car buying experience. They will find you the vehicle that is the best fit for your budget and for your family's needs. Two Rivers Ford for your new or pre-owned choice of your next car. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. All right, what happens to college football now that the SEC has officially been made a super conference? If you're not aware of the news, uh, the 14 SEC presidents and chancellors voted unanimously, which is a shock on Thursday, to extend invitations to the two Big 12 co-founders, Oklahoma and Texas, to come join the SEC. Now, unanimous means that Texas A&M also had to vote in favor of Texas joining the SEC, which they had publicly said, Ross Bjork had said, that they very much maintain their position or would like to maintain their position as the only school from Texas in the SEC because it is wildly beneficial for them in terms of recruiting, revenue share, because the money is all in the SEC, of course, because of the television deals which we'll get to later on in the show. But that means that all of these teams, all of these member institutions voted to bring Oklahoma and Texas into the fold. Now, apparently, there is one final formality before the deal is done. Oklahoma and Texas have to officially accept the offer, which I would imagine we would see a statement to that effect happening tomorrow. According to Greg Sankey, The unanimous vote is Greg Sankey, who is, of course, the commissioner of the SEC. The unanimous vote is both a testament to the longstanding spirit of unity and mutual cooperation in the SEC, as well as recognition of the outstanding legacies of academic and athletic excellence established by the universities of Oklahoma and Texas. Okay, Greg. Translation is, I whipped the votes. I showed Texas A&M and anybody else who would vote against this particular motion that this was in their best interest, and if they did not do this, they would suffer our wrath, basically, and there would be repercussions. Greg Sankey, it's Game of Thrones-esque what he's doing, and Game of Thrones has to do with the ESPN situation as well because they absolutely had a part to play in the demise, soon to be, of the Big 12. Now, Bob Bowlesby, who we'll talk about later on in the show, the commissioner of the Big 12, has accused ESPN of manipulating other conferences to go after their members. Because ultimately, it's not just college football realignment that we're watching. We're watching college football conference television package realignment, which is as as important to the business, the lifeblood of anything, because this is this is what makes the sport go. Uh Vandy, uh, Vandy hurts boo, because Vandy hurts my heart every year, says Cedric. Yeah, Van, being a Vandy fan, I imagine is a tough situation. Um, Marcus Wolbright says, Buck, the biggest news of the SEC isn't being reported. It's the rampant swamp butt being experienced by all in the Southeast. And that's the damn truth. I mean, swamp butt is rampant right now, especially when it's eclipsing 100 degrees out there. at tra- I was out there doing the radio show at Titans training camp today. Dear God, uh, was the sweat running in all of the places that you don't want sweat to run. Unfortunate. But what happens to college football now that the SEC is officially a super league, super conference. Let me know in the comments section across these four social platforms. Uh, No more playoff expansion. Greg Sankey played himself. So that's a good point that Jeff brings up. Because playoff expansion, I would say that playoff expansion isn't dead. I mean, playoff expansion, I think, is... Well, I guess, Jeff, I'd, I'd need you to expand a little more as to why you think that way. Because nothing that I'm seeing kills playoff expansion as far as... We know that's still full steam ahead. 
for the 2023 season, if I do recall. Because just because the SEC is adding more teams doesn't mean that they can't expand the college football playoff uh, at all. Now, it may have some effect on how they go about determining the auto bids with conference champions because Oklahoma will soon, or excuse me, not Oklahoma, but the Big 12 will no longer have a conference here, uh, I think, in the very near future. There there are still shoes that need to, uh, that there are still uh, things that need to fall in place that I think that will happen. Is it shoe? Uh, there are still shoes to drop. Is that is that the phrase? That doesn't sound like the right phrase. Why would a shoe drop have anything to do with like something that's happening in the future? But I don't know. I think that's the phrase, unless I've entirely botched it. It's possible. I've been out in the sun a long time today. Um, John Bertotti says, goodbye NCAA. It means the Power Five, uh, in parentheses, Power Four, question mark, will rule college sports. Yeah, but they already do, John, right? The NCAA doesn't rule college sports. They're supposed to. They're supposed to be the governing body. But what has the what what in the last I mean, what in the last, let's say, five years have you seen from the NCAA that indicates that they have any kind of real teeth in the matter at all? We're talking about a situation where when the global pandemic hit a year ago, a little over a year ago, the NCAA let the member institutions, the member conferences, figure it out on their own. They had no power there. Um, in this latest name, image, and likeness situation where they were very actively against it. And basically the explanation was, well, because this is the way that we've always done things. And the Supreme Court went 9-0 and on their heads and said, no, how you've done things is completely un-American. We will not contend by this. What it means is that the SEC is now, though, all-powerful. And David Pollack, before this news became official, David Pollack was on, I believe, first take making this point that uh, the, the SEC, already bloated with power, is about to have no real rival in the ranks of college football. No, no doubt. And obviously A&M being in the West, Georgia in the East, the crossover is not going to you know, be as frequent. But, you know, you will have other teams that will also match up in the West with them consistently, which will be a lot of fun. So the carnage is one, Rod, no doubt. All the teams left over from the, from the Big 12 that are kind of stuck there. The power that the SEC will have, I, I mean – you know, the NCAA is not going to be around for too much longer, I don't think. You know, they're continuing to lose their foothold now. You look at the SEC with all the schools they have and the spreading out and the money they're making, obviously a huge amount of power. Another con, too, if I'm Missouri and A&M, it's kind of a negative for me, right? Like, I moved a couple years yep. ago. Like, I used to live in your neighborhood, Oklahoma and Texas, and I got tired of y'all. Y'all were yep. annoying neighbors. And I wanted to get the heck out of Dodge. And I went and I bought a bigger mansion in a bigger neighborhood, a better neighborhood, got a gate on that thing. And then guess what? Dad and here you come. come here they in come. my hood and here build a bigger house and now to come steal all the attention. So I think A&M in Missouri obviously won't be, won't be super ecstatic with it either. David Pollack on ESPN making that point before the news became official. Now apparently AM uh, uh the uh apparently AM also voted in response to this thing, which is a uh, a shocking, a shocking situation. But if you're standing alone and you don't want, you know, you don't want the bad PR, Greg Sankey is saying, listen, you're gonna be the only one voting against this thing. We don't want the bad PR. Fall in line or there will be repercussions. It's exactly how something like this would go down. What changes about college football now that the SEC is officially a super conference? It's been reported that now that SEC has Oklahoma and Texas, the other commissioners are backing off it a lot, 
and not liking it. Okay, well, that's interesting. I had not seen that report, Jeff. So that's good information that you, good context that you were able to provide. Um, I still think though, Jeff, that here's what I'll say there. It may not happen on the timeline that we thought that it might when this original situation came out, um, or the information came out that they were looking to expand from four to 12 by 2023. What I'll say in regards to that is as long as there's money in it for them, and of course there would be more money in it for them. I see no reason why it still wouldn't happen. Other, you know, they can they can hem and haw right now, but as this gets further along, the the television dollars rule all. Jeff, I mean, you as an Ohio State fan, you have to understand that. You you have to understand that really the only thing that keeps the Big Ten network afloat is your favorite team, which is Ohio State, the brand of Michigan. Although that's failing fast, the rest of the member institutions in the Big the Big Ten are places like Indiana, which is not a television draw, Rutgers, Maryland, which have either of them have no place in the Big Ten. They're just doing that to expand their footprint along the East Coast to try and get New York television markets because they think that's what's going to happen in at or that's what they thought was going to happen in adding Rutgers. Turns out, wasn't the case. Rutgers stinks. Nobody wants to watch them. The Big Ten network exists solely on the strength of two major institutions. Oh, I'm about to sneeze on camera. It's been a long time. Since I've done this, I'm going to try and talk myself out of it, which I think I've successfully done, but we'll see. Um, ultimately, ultimately, I think that as long as there are dollar signs at the that as the light at the end of the tunnel for playoff expansion, just like this, I, I think it's inevitable. College, everything, this is this was the theme of the show. Everything we know about college football, dead, dying, done, done. The sport is going to look totally different. Whether it's the ends up being like the NFL light or not remains to be seen. But what, what everything that you know or you thought you knew about college football, forget it because they're totally rewriting the rules on this thing as we move along with, you know, beginning with name, image, and likeness, super teams, transfer portals, all of it. <laughs> Jeff says Rutgers greater than Vanda. Yeah, there's something to that. Um, Penn State says Joker. Eh, Penn State. Penn State's okay. But Penn, I mean, like the brand, Joker, uh, the brand of Penn State has not been what it had. I mean, really, since Bill O'Brien left, like James Franklin's had a couple good years. Um, by the way, did James is James Franklin still at Penn State? Did I think he's still there? But like, I if I the, the fact that I even have to ask that question should tell tell you what you need to know about Penn State. The the Paterno and Sandusky thing brought brought that institution down to its knees. And yeah, they had some good seasons under uh, under uh, James Franklin, and then before him, Bill O'Brien in his one year stint. And Bill O'Brien, probably the highest praise I could give Bill O'Brien is what happened, uh, what he was able to pull together as the head coach of Penn State in the immediate aftermath of uh, of Jerry Sandusky and Joe Paterno. Uh, we will no longer have conferences as we know it, says Jeff Rubel. One hundred percent. Uh, Franklin is the problem and yeah, he's still there. Unfortunately, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, there's just what, what has Penn state done to garner my attention on the national level, Joe, other than have, uh, other than have, you know, moments where they've choked into big spots against the superior teams in the big 10. And, uh, and then the, 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 uh, the awful, uh, sexual abuse scandals that resulted from that. It's just not, it's, there's nothing there for me. Uh, Jeff Rubel says, SEC equals Paramount plus conference 
<laughs> ND, Notre Dame equals Peacock, Big 12, Big 10 equals Discovery Plus. Wouldn't that be a time? I uh, think a new conference or two could be created, says Brandon Roberts on Facebook. I, you know, ultimately, well, here's what I'll say. I'll answer that here in just a second, Brandon. Let me first tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app is DraftKings Sportsbook. And speaking of America, DraftKings Sportsbook has a great offer for our viewers here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. When you plug in the promo code A2Z Sports, DraftKings Sportsbook will ensure that you place a wager of $1 and are eligible to then cash that $1 for $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a gold, silver, or bronze medal. That's code A to Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, uh, promo code A to Z Sports, DraftKings Sportsbook app, A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Uh, so, going back to the comment earlier, I want to make sure that I can find it so I can throw it up on the screen from Brandon Roberts. So Brandon's asking, do we think a new conference or two could be created out of it? You know, maybe they end up calling them by different names, but I don't think we see, uh, I don't think we see more college football conferences. Uh, I think ultimately, I think ultimately you see a situation where there are less conferences. I think that the Big Ten or the Pac-12 or some combination of the two finds a way to join forces and bolster their bolster their next television contract in these negotiations. What happens to college football now that the SEC is officially a super conference is that a lot of these conferences are going to follow suit. And we'll get into what Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, is uh, accusing ESPN of later because you know ESPN is on the forefront of this. They should be. It's advancing their footprint as a business in the same way that the SEC is advancing their business footprint by adding two massive brands, if not, you know, uh, ultimately competitive teams. Oklahoma is a competitor year in and year out. Texas, uh, Texas hadn't won the big, I don't think Texas won a big 12 since, has it been like 13 years? It's been, it's been over a decade since Texas has won the big 12. So it's not like this is some kind of war world, uh, world beater that they've invited into their conference. Uh, I, the, uh, the whiteout game is always insane, says Matthew Words, talking about Be Penn State. Yeah, but like, it doesn't matter if nobody's watching it, you know? Um, Buck, thoughts on Quinn Ewers prop prop possibly skipping his senior year and enrolling at OSU a year early to get I NIL money. Good. Good. I think that's great. I think, listen, I'm watching the NBA draft right now. I've got it on in the uh, in the office as we do the primetime show. And I, I hate the NBA draft. I hate I hate what the NBA has done to college football with, or excuse me, to college basketball with one and done. I think that if they're good enough to go, let them go to the pros and don't waste my time and, and pillage my sport, my favorite sport, by making it a sham that these guys are just here for one year to get in the league. And even now they're finding ways to get around that. If these guys, if somebody like Quinn Ewers 
skips his senior season and is good enough to enroll early at OSU and start making money now, do so. Do so, 100%. If he does that, says Jeff, Ohio State will have four top 100 QBs, all with true freshman eligibility. God help us. Well, you know, only one of them. I mean, I guess more than one of them could play throughout the course of uh, <laughs> throughout the course of a uh, of a game or a season or whatever the case may be. Uh, college football is different that way. But yeah, if they if they're ready to make the jump and the money is available to them, let them make the jump. I I am 100% in support of that. It's a business. It is at its core a business. Do not give me the shamateurism uh, argument anymore. Do not give me student athlete with the student before that for a lot of these guys. It's simply not. It's not true. It's not truth. It's just not. It's about the money. So if Quinn Ewers has the ability to do that. Let him go to OSU. Let him make his money. And, and if it doesn't work out in his favor, the consequences will be thusly. But we all we all make decisions like that. Well, maybe not that decision specifically. Um, but a lot of these guys, like Quinn Ewers, are going to be guinea pigs for this kind of stuff. So somebody's got to be first on it. Why not Quinn Ewers? Um, nothing wrong with making that paper, says Brad Lifford. Well, I mean, what I would say is there's nothing wrong with making the money. It's just, you know, what is the sustainability of it? What is the long-term business plan? for somebody like Quinn Ewers, if in fact the talent is not enough to continue to carry him to riches and fame as, and it may be, it, it may be, it's entirely possible. I'm just saying, you know, you have to take these uh, things into consideration. All I know is at the end of the day, I'm still screaming roll tides is Kim Taylor. Well, yeah. And, and at Oklahoma and Texas and the SEC aren't going to do anything to stop Kim's war cries of roll tide because they are going to continue to dominate until such time as Nick Saban either retires or just dies on the sideline or, you know, uh, continues to, uh, you know, does the Rick Pitino move, turns into a vampire and continues to coach on the sidelines until the end of time as the undead, which is entirely possible at this point. Let's move on to what's happening in the, uh, what's happening with the big 12 and, and ESPN. Cause that is a comedy of errors right now. Who wins in a fight? <laughs> big 10 commissioner. Well, no, uh, Reed, you you put the Big Ten commissioner. It's not the Big Ten commissioner. It's Big Twelve commissioner, Bob Bowlesby. So if you could correct that before you tweet it out, producer Reed, uh, please let me know in the comment section who wins in a Big Twelve. Who, who wins in a in a fight? Uh, Big Twelve commissioner Bob Bowlesby or ESPN? Momentarily right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com, the place that you go for your dream address without the stress, the place you go to win the buyer battle with better intel than any other real estate agency in Middle Tennessee. Gary Ashton and his team will make sure that you are put in the best position to succeed on your real estate investments because not only can you sell your home for more, you can get the intel to make sure that you're on top of the game so you don't miss a beat and find your dream address without the stress while capitalizing on what is absolutely a seller's market in Middle Tennessee right now. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. All right, so if you don't know what's going on, if you don't know what's going on with the uh, with the Big 12 and SEC, or excuse me, the Big 12 and ESPN right now, the battle has already been lost between uh, for the Big 12 against the SEC with Oklahoma and Texas leaving. But what has happened is uh, the Big 12 commissioner, Bob Bowlesby, yesterday accused ESPN of, quote, 
manipulating other conferences to go after our members and reaffirming that these plans have been in the works with ongoing discussions between the parties and television partners for some time. It essentially is accusing them of uh, of tampering, of tampering with the members of their conference as a television partner. The Big 12 splits, splits their television contracts between Fox and ESPN. ESPN is financially invested in the success of the Big 12, but if it thinks that it could sacrifice the Big 12 to make more money elsewhere, it's exactly what ESPN should and sounds like is doing. So Ralph Russo of the Associated Press had a conversation with Bob Bowlesby about this, and he was on, uh, I believe he was on Sirius XM Radio, explaining how exactly that went down. Bob is one of the more accessible people in all of college sports. He, he is a person who will return your phone calls. So uh, timeline, like, you know, I just want, I don't want to make people think I broke this story. Like Pete Samuel was the first to report that there was a cease and desist letter that the Big 12 sent to the ESPN. So that sends reporters like me going, oh, shoot, I need to call my sources to get that letter. And one of the first people I reached out to was Bob, and he called me right back. And, you know, and sort of went into, like, hey, this is what's going on here, and I'm angry, right? Let's just sum it up that way. Because, again, like, Bob is not one to sort of be a wallflower here. If he feels like he has something to say, and, and he made that clear. He's like, listen, one of the reasons why I haven't been public is because, and, and returning phone calls is because I really have been just gathering information. I haven't had a lot to be able to share. But when I have some, when he has something to share, he is not shy about sharing it. And what he, what he was, what he, what he shared yesterday was basically he feels like ESPN is sort of working with other conferences to sort of make sure that the Big Twelve goes away um, for its gain, and its gain would be helping Texas and OU get to the SEC sooner, and also helping Texas and OU get to the SEC without paying a huge buyout to the Big 12. And if the Big 12 collapses, that's also less money that ESPN has to pay to the Big 12 for the rest of its contract here. So, I, I, you know, listen, whether the allegations are true, he seemed pretty confident. But, I, again, Bob Bowlesby is a guy, when he has something to say, he is not going to sit back and, 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 and hold, he's not going to hold back. And yesterday he decided to not hold back and, and let loose after a week of being obviously very angry with what was going on. So that's Ralph Russo of the Associated Press explaining what has happened between uh, the Big 12 commissioner, Bob Bowlesby, and ESPN. Who would you pick in a fight? Because the, the correct answer is ESPN. ESPN is absolutely going to blow blow this thing out of the water. Um, was watching a Big, Big Ten podcast, says Jeff Rubel. And he said the middle schools in the Big Ten would be far, be by far ahead, uh, the best education education school in the SEC minus Vandy. Well, that doesn't necessarily make sense, um, but I, I I think I understand what you're saying, Jeff. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What we're talking about is ESPN versus the Big Twelve. Who wins? And the correct answer is the Big Twelve's already lost. The Big Twelve's already lost because ESPN had the dagger in their back before they knew what was happening. Big Twelve or uh, ESPN had the dagger in the Big Twelve's back weeks ago, probably months ago, because this did not just happen overnight at SEC Media Days when it first came out last week. No, this has been in this has been in the works for quite some time. For quite some time. This is something that is completely and totally out of the Big 12's hands now. And if they want to, you know, fire off cease and desist letters, nobody's going to uphold that in court. Of course they're not. The 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 the, the Big 12 is our ESPN is neither going to cease nor desist. 
because they they're the legal standing is so weak by the Big 12. And soon the Big 12 will be no more because once they've lost these two superpowers, they lose any kind of real attraction as a commodity. ESPN has already won the war and the battle and everything in between. The Big 12 is just sitting here flailing as they sink into the sea of uh, irrelevancy, just like one hand that you see out of the waves, just kind of sinking down into the background. That's the Big 12 at this point. So I appreciate Bob Bowlesby wanting to fight uh, and not wanting to give up. But, you know, <laughs> tough shit. It's done at this point. Uh, read these comments, Buck says Cedric. I there's too much going on. I, I can't, Cedric, because you guys are arguing amongst yourself and there's too many. There's too many. Uh, I, I just, it's not coherent. It's not coherent. So I'm not going to, it would only bog the show down to be reading a conversation between all of you. Um, but I appreciate everybody who's commenting voraciously here tonight on the show. Uh, so ESPN has already won. Let's finish off this primetime week with a Brimac bounce back here on A to Z Sports primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. The question is, of course, as always, who needs to bounce back in sports this weekend? Let me know on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together. Who needs to bounce back most this weekend? Let me know in the comments section. And in the meantime, while you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K is Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in a position to succeed. They will make sure that you are in your comfort zone as we get Closer. Well, I mean, we're already in the heat of summer. This is as hot as it's been all summer long. So if you didn't get preventative maintenance on your HVAC units, you're certainly regretting it now. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Commercial or residential HVAC work. Trust the best in the business. The best in the business is most certainly Brymac Mechanical. Uh, all right, let's put a bow on the show. Who needs to bounce back in sports this weekend? Please let me know. Uh, on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together. Uh, let's see. What are the people saying tonight? Uh, we aren't dead, says Jeff Rubel. We are just fine. The Big 12 needs to bounce back. Yes, I do agree. Uh, I do agree that, well, I mean, the, there is no bouncing back for the Big 12. The Big 12 is dead and gone at this point. And, I mean, well, maybe not at this point, but it is soon to be. It's on its deathbed. It's in hospice right now, the Big 12. Who needs to bounce back in sports this week? For me, uh, uh, Clayton Smith says, any Titans talk but on the COVID list? No, I mean, you've just done the Titans talk. It's but on the COVID list. And what? You know, I mean, not to completely, I, I don't mean to be completely dismissive of your comment, Clayton, but I mean, you can look at the graphic and see that I have no intention of talking about the Titans. I've talked about the Titans all week long, but talk about the Titans live from training camp tomorrow for three hours. Um, that's the news. You've just said it yourself. Bud Dupree's on the COVID list. And, uh, and what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I mean, that's... That's all there is to it. Lewis Chesney says, Mike Tyson. What is is Mike Tyson fighting somewhere that he would need to bounce back? Uh, Brad Lifford says, me, in this damn heat, I work outside. Oh, my God. I can't. I, 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 today, I worked outside. Yesterday, I worked outside. But I didn't really, like, work outside. I just sat outside at training camp in a tent with a giant fan on me doing three hours of radio. By the way, the radio show has been great uh, live from training camp. We had, uh, we had, who do we have? We have John Robinson on yesterday. We had Mike Keith and Rashawn Evans on today. Tomorrow, we will have Christian Fulton. 
and Coach Mac. So make sure that you're subscribed to the uh, Buck Rising Show in your favorite podcast feed. Also, also the uh, the <laughs> the uh, install with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. The newest episode drops in your podcast feeds tomorrow. We're going to be going over the greatest threats to the Titans in the AFC. Three teams in particular, Kansas City, uh, Baltimore, and Buffalo. A conversation that I'm looking forward to having with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. So subscribe to both of those podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcast. Uh, let's see. Um, Kim Taylor says, my husband. Oh, no. <laughs> Kim, I, does, I clearly your husband doesn't watch the show unless you're just calling him out in front of the public, in front of the viewing audience. Kim, I don't want to, I don't want to press you because it's none of our business, but what, what does your husband need to bounce back from? Because I feel like that's the only follow-up uh, that I can ask at this point. You have to give us more, well, you don't have to give us more context, but I, uh, <laughs> Kim's husband needs to bounce back. Tough scene for Kim Taylor in the comments on Facebook Live. Music City Bets says, who needs a bounce back? My betting account. Oof, Ricky. Tell, well, what, what are you betting, Rick? There's It's a betting wasteland right now outside of, you know, uh, NBA draft uh, draft prop bets. There's there's some Tokyo Olympic stuff, but even that, you know, I I mean, even betting can't get me. Uh, even even betting can't seem to salvage the Tokyo Olympics right now. It's a nightmare. Yeah, baseball for Ricky. Oof, tough scene. Uh, can't wait for the install. Says Brad Lefford. Love it. Uh, well, good. At least you didn't say the Colts. Yuck. Says Titans for life. Well, what do the Colts need to bounce back from? Um, the Colts have no. Uh, the Colts. Have no bounce back situation. Kim Taylor says his husband or her husband is not watching, but he is listening. Oh, well, it's good then that you have not shared with the listening audience, Kim, what your husband needs to bounce back from. All I will say you is to, uh, all I will say to you is to Mister Ta- Mister Kim Taylor tonight. Head on a swivel, buddy. <laughs> this sounds like you're up shit creek without a paddle. But I hope things uh, are resolved in the Taylor household without uh without violence. <laughs> um. Who needs to bounce back? USA basketball is my is my bounce back. Brimac bounce back candidate of the week. USA basketball they beat the holy hell out of Iran. Okay, but like they beat the holy hell out of Iran. That's what's spo- supposed to happen in Olympic competition. I uh, they they will play the Czech Republic uh, on Saturday. They need to have a dominant performance. It can't be they have the lead throughout the course of the game like they did against the French and then blow it because for some reason Rudy Gobert and Evan Fournier are now all of a sudden the two best basketball players in the international competition, which is dumb. The USA just looked horrible. I know they beat Iran. I don't care. Continue to win and get out of group play so that you can try and compete for the gold because right now what I'm watching is not metal-worthy performances from the United States of America in men's basketball. It has just been straight up trash. Um, yeah, I ran nine nine calls and was in three attics, says Mayburn Wright. Good Lord. See, I have so much respect for people who actually work for a living, um, like Mayburn. And I think Brad is is somebody else who said that he works outside. Uh, I am not a... I, am not, I, I have never done like hard... Well, I mean, that's not true. I've done hard labor at various points in my life. But like I... I I now work and make money so I can pay people to do things that I don't want to do. So for those of you who actually work for a living, God bless you, because I cannot imagine what it is like to work in conditions like this, where Brad is saying he works outside and Mayburn's in attics. Good God. Uh, I hope, I hope all of you are properly hydrating and, and, uh, and thank you for doing all the things that you do. So, you know, people like me who are spoiled asses don't have to do it. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, so I need to see a bounce back. I need to see a bounce back from uh, from USA basketball this weekend, even coming off a win. One win is not good enough. Continue to win and get out of group play. It's just not It's just not feasible at this point. Uh, that is the this week of primetime shows. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. You have been a spectacular audience. As always, remember, radio show 10 to 1, live from training, Titans training camp. Coach Dave McGinnis, uh, Christian Fulton, Titans CB. Um, there will be a new install episode with Greg Cosell tomorrow. We're talking about the three contenders in the AFC, not named the Tennessee Titans. And as Titans for Life points out, you said the three teams that are threats to the Titans, at least not the Colts. I mean, I just, I don't, per, I'll ask, I'll ask Greg tomorrow whether the Titans should fear the Colts, because what I see does not, does not, you know, nothing about that indicates to me that they are going to be a threat. So, you know, I, I will leave the Colts out of that conversation, but I'll bring it up to Greg and see what he thinks. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Have a fantastic weekend. Please hang out with us on the radio show tomorrow. And if you can't do it live, check out the podcast. I will uh, continue to be providing you exceptional coverage from Titans training camp. I've been out there every day this week. I will continue to be out there every day. I'm starting to work on the weekends again because training camp is officially here and we are working on Saturday because the Titans are holding training camp out at St. Thomas Sports Park from now until eternity, it feels like. But it's fun because football's back. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, best wishes to Kim Taylor's husband as he works to bounce back from whatever the hell he did to wrong his wife. I would not. I don't know you, Kim, but I would not cross you. It just as I would not cross any woman who is in a, a state of a state of rage because they are to be feared at the utmost, feared and respected. Um, I respect all of you. I do not fear all of you. I love all of you. Have a great weekend. I'm not tired yet. No! No!